Hello, how are you doing? From anywhere in the world you are listening to me from, you are welcome to another episode on this podcast. Hey, you are welcome. <laughs> hey guys, how are you doing today? I trust you are fine and you are good. You're welcome to another exciting episode on Just With Melody Podcast. Your one-stop podcast for fun, just and entertainment. I am your host. I'm your friend, your sister, your lover, honey, money, dropping, dripping gorgeousness, awesomeness, mama, Melody. If this is your first time of coming here, thank you so much for stopping by. Don't go nowhere. Trust me, you're going to have lots and lots of fun. If you're family, you always come here to listen. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. And thank you for all your feedback. I really, really absolutely appreciate it. I will always keep saying thank you because it means a lot to me. It tells me how well I am doing. It tells me what I need to work on. So I am really, really, really grateful. Thank you so much. Keep them coming, okay? Welcome to another episode. Now, we are still running People and Culture Season 4. This is your first time of listening. What we do here is trying to remove stereotypes, call people's mind to stereotypes. Now, stereotypes as regards people's culture people's language a particular culture now you do not relate with people based on their culture don't have this particular mindset of people who relate with people based on their culture what i mean is having a negative uh, mindset about a person you literally meet a person for the first time you barely know anything about the person but just because the person has introduced you that they are from a particular culture or they are from a particular place a particular state um, a particular they speak a particular language you already have this negative mindset because you've heard what people from their side what people from their place do so you use that negative mindset against them rather than having to experience this person right in front of you you're already judging them based on what you heard based on what maybe you have experienced or maybe you did not even experience it at all but because you heard people talking about it you carry that mindset and you're using it to judge another person who knows nothing about it that's wrong right yes so you are welcome to another exciting episode we always bring guests and we have another guest but before i go further if you're listening to this podcast right now alone mm -mm, it is wrong make sure you call your friends and your family so we can have an amazing time together now i know a number of you are wondering but you release this really early this is not the time that you usually release it i know but today is a very very busy day i'm going to tell you guys all about it much later but today is or will be a very busy day and i would not have the time at all to come here later to release um the the link and all of that so i would rather release it early so that you guys can listen than to not release it at all right it is still saturday yes so you can come listen at any point in time okay there is no loss whatsoever but i would rather have it released earlier than not released at all 
Yes? Are we good? All right. Thank you very much. Once again, you are welcome. Now, on Wednesday, Wednesday this week, that's the 20th of October, um, we... In Nigeria, for those of you outside Nigeria, in Nigeria, we did um, an NSARS um, memorial service, NSARS memorial, well, we could say service for those people who lost their lives um, during the NSARS protest last year. Um, if you are current with what happened in Nigeria last year, you can tell that it was a really black time for us. Um, that was when the youths in Nigeria said enough is enough to the government, enough of the police acting as though there is nobody, nothing can touch them, they can do anything they like i mean we had had enough and we took out to the streets we took out to the streets you know to to talk about this because we tried every means and the governments were not paying us attention so we took out to the streets and mass and mass i mean every every single state had representation large representation and what did they do they shot at us they shot at us and october 20th 2020 was a black day it was a black day for us it was a really black day i i remember that day i did not go for the protest physically but i remember um if if you've listened to my podcast a lot last year <clears throat> remember that i i started a prayer chain with some of my friends i did a prayer chain i was also like active online talking about it speaking against it and all of that but um it was a it was a big struggle the reason why it was a struggle because you know um uh, seeing so many videos i made the mistake of having to watch those videos and seeing so much blood so much lives wasted like that it was a struggle to sleep for someone who doesn't sleep early imagine having to struggle to sleep again it was a big struggle it was a big struggle so even during this memorial thing i said i wasn't going to check people's statuses because i needed to maintain my mental health i needed to maintain my mental health and um we're going to give a minute silence to everyone we lost on that day we're going to give a minute silence to everyone we lost that day october 20th 2020 it's been a long day Without you, my friend And I'll tell you all about it When I see you again We've come a long way From where we began Oh, I'll tell you all about it When I see you again When I see you again Damn, who knew? All the planes we flew Good things we've been through 
standing right here talking to you about another path. I know we love to hit the road and laugh, but something told me that it wouldn't last. Had to switch up, look at things different, see the bigger picture. Those were the days, hard work forever pays. Now I see you in a better place. See you in a better place. Uh. Talk about family when family's all that we got Everything I would do, you were standing there by my side And now you gon' be with me for the last ride It's been a long day Without you, my friend And I'll tell you all about it When I see you again I see you again We've come a long way yeah, we came a long way From where we began You know we started Oh, I'll tell you all about it when Welcome back. I pray that God will console the families of those who lost one person or the other during that day. Amen. So the song you heard, that was See You Again by Wiz Khalifa and featuring Charlie Puth. Yeah, so you're welcome back. Now, I am quickly going to also mention this. Last week, I had my first international guest. Yay! Go on. And that was Kasnia, um, my first international guest, also from Russia. Yes, I know. And like I mentioned last week, um, I got her contact through, I got to even know her through Gift Accord. Gift, thank you so much. And thank you, Kesnia. Thank you so much for doing the recording with me. I really, really appreciate it. But um, I'm going to say this. At first, I didn't want to talk about it, but I just realized it is better to, it is better to talk about it. Now, after sharing Kesnia's post online, like, that saturday that's last saturday i noticed that my number of followers on instagram dropped mm -hmm. yes it dropped now you could say uh so mm, okay some of the countries also where my podcast is being listened to those ones now presently the place where my podcasts have been listened to very very well that has strong listenership is nigeria and the u.s you guys already know that the other countries well it's gradual right now every one of them aside from nigeria and the u.s every other place became zero percent now you could say it's a coincidence maybe anchor fm was trying to work on something mm maybe but is it a coincidence that someone sent me a message on instagram that why would i put a russian on my podcast or even talk about it or even tag russia on my podcast is it a coincidence <laughs> now it just tells me the only thing you know when people talk about racism um talk about being bullied and all of that you know this is actually well i would not say it's my first experience per se because even inside nigeria we get to see that and all that but this is more like the first will i say international 
bullying, if I can put it that way. But anyway, um, I did not allow it to bother me because I understood or I knew what I was getting into in the first place. I knew that for change to happen, some things has to shift. Many things has to shift. Foundations will be shaken. We shake. Some of them will, you know, collapse and all that before something new will sprout out, right? So I did not let it bother me, but yeah, I blocked the person and I deleted the message, but added, now that I'm talking about it, I wish I had not deleted it. Maybe I had just done a screenshot, but I just did not want anything that would keep the memory. You understand? If I keep saying the screenshot, it will keep the memory. And it really does not make sense, right? Anyway, I think I just needed to say that we need to work, really work, like really, really work on ourselves. We absolutely need to do more. We can do better really can do better anyway without wasting further time i will introduce my guest now this guest of mine is no other than akin for lion yes if you have listened to my podcast a lot you would know that akin for lion is a recurring guest like he is one of my biggest supporters one of the persons who always listen always send feedback always 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 listening to my podcast and anytime i ask him um do you mind coming to do one thing or the other yes he's willing he will jump at it immediately immediately i really really appreciate it now akintola akinfolayon is a graduate of anatomy from Ladoke Akintola University of Technology and is presently a postgraduate student of the University of Ilori. is a Christian and a lover of God, a researcher and a teacher. Now, if you listen to that podcast, he did two episodes teaching Yoruba. Yoruba made easy, right? He did two episodes and a number of you were really happy that um, we did that. So you can tell that Akin Folanya is actually a good teacher. He loves to connect with people around him and explore opportunities for growth. So without wasting time, let us welcome the one and only Akintola Akinfolayo Good evening, dear listeners. It's so great to come away again at this time to share my thoughts on the subject for this season on the podcast. I've been on this podcast for a couple of times. I've so much enjoyed every bit of the time I spent on this podcast. My name is Akin Folani Akintola, and today I'm here again to share my thoughts on another subject matter on this podcast, talking about the cultural background and values of uh, where I come from. I am a Yoruba boy. My name Akinfolanya Akintola, a core Yoruba boy. Oh man, which one should I use? Boy, I'm a boy. I am from Ola, a village in the Jigbo local government area of Oshun State, that is southwest Nigeria. And um, presently, 
I'm a postgraduate student of uh, University of Ilori, Nigeria. I currently reside in Obumasho, Oyo State. That's where I had my undergraduate studies at Ladokia Kentola University of Technology, Nogomosho. As I said earlier, today I'll be sharing a part of my life with every listener of this podcast, talking about my cultural background and values. You know, every man, every woman has a source. As uh, an adage in Yoruba that he will forget its source, a river that forgets its source, let me put it that way, will soon dry up. So every man, every woman has a source. We have uh, where we come from. We may be in the big city, we may be in the big town, we may be at every part of the world. But deep inside of us, we have a source. We have where we come from. So that's what I want to be sharing with us this evening. I was born at Ijigo, the headquarters of Ijigo local government area of Oshun State, and this Ijigo is about seven kilometer away from Ola, which is my hometown. If I say I am born and bred where I come from, yes, because uh, at least I spent about um, 12 years, yes, about 12 years my life there, growing up. Um, that's where I have my primary school education, no doubt about that. So, let me start by this, discussing the how the cultural background of the group. Ejibo is a Yoruba settlement in the southwestern part of Nigeria. I talked about that earlier on. And uh, being a Yoruba settlement is characterized by its deep cultural standings, values, and beliefs. Uh, and ask anybody that is a Yoruba, we have uh, very deep cultural values very deep cultural background standings and beliefs and uh, as it is in every other Yoruba settlement I was raised by different elders in the community uh, ranging from my parents elders in the neighborhood in school in churches in other place of worship and uh, everywhere I find myself because Yorubas believe something. They have an adage that says Oju Kalumbima Igba Oju Longo. That means um yes, just your mother and father give birth to you, but it's it is the responsibility of everyone that you come across to have a part in your life while you grow up. So I enjoy the bit of this. I enjoy but not even a bit of this. I'm still enjoying it up till now. So the concept behind this is that people around the neighbor are also licensed, let me put it that way, to discipline a child that is not even theirs. Now, growing up in Ejigo was fun as it's a town and not a city. So I wasn't exposed to too much of um, city life. Neither uh, was I exposed to uh, sophisticated toys? But the toys I came across while growing up were uh, maybe a traditional form of toys playing with sand, uh, putting rubbles, rubbish together to form something just to play with and pass away time while growing up. Anything I could lay my hands upon with people in the community and the neighborhood also. 
having their play parts at a time and this so even at that growing up was also characterized with every form of um, cultural upbringing teaching different values that are still very much in place even up till now teaching us how to respect elders okay i think there was a day in my neighborhood i was playing outside my dad was not around my mom also not around but i was playing in the neighborhood and an elder was passing now what is expected at that time is uh, maybe if the elder elderly person is carrying a load you should run to the person and carry it even if the person will not eventually give you at least you've tried you've made you made a move of helping the elder to carry it i think that day maybe i was carried away with the clay and everything around me i just look at the elder i was not even care about what she was carrying a woman unknowingly to me this day my mom was just coming back home and she saw me that i passed beside the elderly woman now at this time i became conscious of my environment so i saw my mom coming afar so she saw me that i passed the woman i was running to ah god saved me that day I could have gotten a slap but the only thing she told me was that i should run back and help the woman with a load home ordinarily you will just carry she will just carry us home by herself but any other person can help her with us but she asked me to attend to the woman and uh, leave her with us so that's the to the extent of um the cultural values that is uh in place where I grew up then. So, as I said the other time, that uh, everyone in the community is a licensed to discipline any child they come across because that's how the cultural settings of the place is like. And I know this is also in place with every other Yoruba settlement. Also, so as I said the other time, different values teachings cultural bringings that are very deep and uh, one of it is respect to elders and uh, as a souvenir let me put it that way as a souvenir even if you help elders those that do not have any material thing to give to you they will give you a special kind of prayer that even you that you are saying amen you are knowing that as you are saying that amen to those prayers they are happening already because they tend to pray that prayer right from their art right from their arts and you'll be like wow i'm so happy today that i made this move then another thing that i want to also want to share is the celebration at uh <laughs> in the community where i grew up then as uh generally known Yorubas, we like parties, yes, no doubt about that. So celebrations in Ejigo then it's not like every other Yoruba settlement. Now the only difference is just that a town, very small community, it is more traditional than a big city that is also a Yoruba settlement. 
you it's it's very different from where observation is being done in Lagos or maybe the big cities like Ibadan. But the only thing that uh, is like bringing them together is the fact that all of them are Yoruba communities, Yoruba settlements. So Yoruba still like parties and. Uh, I agree with that concept completely because I attended many parties while growing up, ranging from wedding, ceremony, naming ceremonies, housewarming, even burials. But those are parties I attended while I was growing up. Now, I always look forward to the parties because um, if it's coming from a family that means i got to see many family members extended now that i've not seen for a long time probably come and uh we do the celebrations together then it's also a time to we 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 connect again apart from the fact that uh festive periods are also one of those times we get to see people that are uh, we have seen for a long time so during the festive period also everybody come home you know i said i grew up about seven kilometers from my hometown so it's very easy for me let me say i even grew up from in my hometown because i still connect to it and uh i go to my hometown for every festive period even while growing up i think till till now i still maintain that at least once in a year i go there at least once at least once so these two things the celebrations the uh the festive period a very big opportunity for me to see family members extended now and uh we connect again especially if it is a family function talking about ceremonies the weddings uh, and all of those now this time you tend to do things you will not do ordinarily if it were just to be the nuclear family then another thing is just that uh, the values the cultural values you know are also put into tests at this time because you see people ah, this one is older than me let me respect him or ah let me respect this let me respect that and uh your reverse we too like respect ah she did not respect me she did not do this you did not do that are those kind of things we we see amongst ourselves even in, as a Yoruba uh, people so the celebrations as I said earlier are done in the most traditional way they could be done because of the immediate environment and I stated this the other time talking about celebration that is different from Lagos and Ibadan you know the they are also uh yoruba settlement but Ijigo is a town and those ones are big cities i said this earlier i spent about 12 years of my life before leaving but i am still a frequent uh, visitor there at least once in a year and sometimes twice twice depending on what uh, the situation at hand at the time we Yoruba people are a very peaceful ethnic group, yes, very peaceful, we are peaceful, um, can make bold to say that very well, and we are well known for our deep cultural values all over the world, 
which I am also expected to hold and protect even as a Yoruba boy. I don't want to use man. And these cultural values, uh, we hold the, them in high esteem and we also pass it to the coming generation to make sure that these values not just fade off and we forget it like that, but we are we take every conscious effort to pass it from generations to generations so that they do not go into extinction. As a matter of fact, some things I know that was taught by my father. Father would tell me when I was like you, my father told me the same thing. So what he's telling me directly is that when you have a boy that is of your age now, then you should also teach him the same thing so that uh, the values will be passed from everyone and people will see that well this is a, whenever they come across him or her they say this is a yoruba boy a yoruba game so by and large uh my community where i grew up we are peaceful we love culture very well and we showcase it whenever wherever we find ourselves and uh, we make sure that uh, the generations that are coming behind us also do the same thing so that the cultures will not just fade away and we forget it like that so that's just a few things uh, i'll be sharing for us this uh, evening my culture bag i think i've been able to take you through journey of uh our growing up was like in that community and uh how things are being done in a typical yoruba settlement so i want to thank you for listening to this uh podcast thank you for always coming thank you very very much thank you very much and uh, till I come your way again, I still remain myself. I can follow you. I can follow. Thank you very much, and God bless you. Hey, hey, hey! Welcome back. Welcome back. <laughs> Hey guys, you are welcome back. This is still Melody and you are still listening to Just With Melody. You want the podcast for fun, just an entertainment. How was it? How was it? Akin for Lion, thank you so much. Thank you for doing this with me. Thank you very, very, very much. Thank you so much for sharing these experiences that you had with us Thank you for sharing and letting us know how it is or how it was growing up as the average um, Nigerian Yoruba child. Thank you very much. Now, the song that you heard before Akinfolayo segment came up, that song was Adara by J. Mikey. And it's also playing at the background if you listen carefully. Yes, it is a special dedication to um, Fola because he is a recurring guest. In fact, we can even say it's family. Mm-hmm. We can say it's family. We can call him family and we will not be wrong, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, I know. I came for Lion. Thank you. Now, I don't understand why you're calling yourself a boy. 
Nobody won't would that be. <laughs> All right. Now I'm going to say some brief, 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 brief things about what Fola mentioned in his segment. Now, if you listen carefully, he mentioned one Yoruba proverb where he said that when a parent gives birth to a child or when parents give birth to a child they are not the only person who trains the child every other person will join hands to train the child you know that was in our days you get in the days of my parents in my own days a bit too but you see this generation now it doesn't work again you'd see situation where a teacher is trying to correct a child in school the child will go home tell the parents that my teacher yelled at me or my teacher did something blah 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 and the parents will come with the child and ask the teacher to apologize to the child or we have situations where you and as, a, as an adult you see a child doing something wrong and you're trying to scold the child come on, why are you doing this stop that stop doing that nonsense this is my dear that's why you put yourself inside trouble because if that child go hard, he's going to come back with his... Most of the time, is the mother. Most of the time, you hardly see fathers do that. Most of the time, is the mothers. They will come back ready to fight. They, they want to fight. They want to pull bra. They want to pull pint. They want to shook leg inside the same arapa that you tie. They want to shook leg inside. So it's in those days that you used to help people to train their child. These days, you just shake your head. It's sad. It's really sad because many times you see a child doing something wrong. You want to correct the child, but you remember the kind of mother that the child has. So you just shake your head and just throw your face away. Really sad. Really, really sad. Now, he mentioned that he did not have to. Me too, I did not have toys. Oh. I don't know. When I see children with lots of toys, I, I think it was just the narrative that my parents have or had. I mean, kilofefi toysi. Oh, Tika, we told you have not finished reading. What do you want to use toy to do? You have not finished reading. I mean, and literally, well, really, there was, in my time anyway, because you would play from street to street. You would play from one street, you go to another with your friends, go to another, go to another. Before you even finish playing all the games, where would you have time to play with toys? The only toy I think I remember that I had was that plastic toy it's blue in color i remember it it's plastic like this it's one baby doll like this i don't really know how i can explain but it is plastic you cannot not the one that has hair mm -mm. the the thing everything that has been gone mm. if you watch nollywood movies a lot let me explain it where so you can get it if you watch Nollywood, Nollywood movies a lot, I mean, not recent ones, those holding days one, those ones that if the wicked one want to summon your spirit, they are not going to bring out one dumb baby. They bring out one doll, a gate. They'll bring it out. They will not be summoning your spirit with that doll baby. He's that kind of doll baby. That <laughs> That's the kind of doll that I had. So many times if I see the doll, I'll be thinking like, see this thing will not <laughs> My imagination as a child was crazy, but I was still holding it because, I mean, that was legit, like, the only doll I had, but I was scared of it. I was holding onto it, but I was also scared scared of it. Now, um, Fola mentioning that um, as a child, where you see the elderly ones, you run to them, help them take their bags and all of that. My parents also enforced it 
um, with us. But I think the reason why it did not, it wasn't really, well, it was deeply rooted, but not as much as those of you who grew up in Yoruba um, states, right? When you see an elderly one, uh, elderly person, you have to go assist them with uh, whatever they're carrying and all of that. You don't even dare it. When you see your parents coming, you have, you See, they're not born with that game where they play. You must go and carry whatever it is that you're carrying. Unless they tell you, ah, no, 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 worry, too heavy. Uh -huh, that's it. But you must go there. You must run over and meet them where they are and help them. Now, at a point in time, of course, I was helping even people who were not my parents, you know, people that you know, maybe friends or friends, those that my parents knew, they knew me as well. I will help them carry. But at a point in time, the spirit of worry, he not enter my gate. I'm like, Kilode, is he only? I'm not the only shy Diana. Every time I'll be happy to carry load, Kilode. So many times when I see when I see them, I will run away. <laughs> I go and hide <laughs> so that at least you didn't see me. I didn't see you as well. So I will wait till they pass, then I will come out and resume playing with my friends. But if it was the person who always give gifts, maybe the person gives money or they give us sweets or biscuits, all those things. Ah, all of us, we run and go and meet that person. Ah, we'll be dragging, we'll carry the bag, we'll carry the nylon, we'll carry this because the person is giving gifts. But you see those all that they used to drop anything. My dear, carry your load by yourself. <laughs> Now, that is not to say it was right, but that was what I did. I'm coming out cleaning the gate. I'm washing my dirty uh, laundry in the house. I'd... <laughs> but it's not good. Mm? Yes. Attending parties. Uh, did I really attend parties as a young child? Well, if it's birthday parties, maybe. But um, parties for adults, the normal parties, parties that... Mm -mm, not so much. But... There is this assurance if the party you're going to is a Yoruba party, meaning that the host is a, is Yoruba. See, you are bound to eat well and you eat correct meat like Aaron because Yoruba people feel that if the meat is too small, I mean, they'll be like, ah, are we suffering? Why are you giving us small meats like this? If your rice is small, they will not really... They will not really look at it, but when your meat is like ah 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 ah, are you sorry for us? Nisha, we no see food eat for us. Now make you the carry small meat they give us. That is the idea. So if it's Yoruba people that is hosting the party, my dear, what don't what don't you eat? You will eat almost faint. Well, things are not the same. Well, it's it's still better. It's still better. So I can tell you that for hosting parties, make sure you always go to the ones that Yoruba people host. You enjoy. Yes, but sometimes they'll be looking at your face, so they'll be looking at your face before they'll be using food to be passing you, using food to be passing you. It happens in most parties. That's why they advise you, don't go there. Don't go to any party. In this Nigeria, do not go to any party with empty stomach. Make sure you eat from your house. If not, Ebi Akba, you will. Hunger will beat. <laughs> now, finally... Um, I do agree with Fola that it is important that culture is passed from generation to generation. Now, the reason why I know a number of things is because my grandma, God rest her soul, like my paternal grandmother, um, told me so many things. I heard a lot of stories from my dad as well. I heard from his sisters. I heard from my mom as well. 
because they had someone who told them because they experienced it they had someone who told them however i believe strongly believe now you can come and counter me mm, that's you that's 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 like your own cup of tea but i believe that it is not every culture it is not every tradition that should actually be passed down some things just needs to be scrapped like one lati juno one lati chowe one lati lati forget it you gates they need to forget it there are some things that really should not even be at all in the first place so the fact that ah, that's how we are seeing that's how we see it that's how it is that's how it's gonna continue to be ah, when it's not alone right here right here it's not god almighty ah, rarao. some things need to be changed a lot of things a lot of things thank you akin for lion thank you very much for doing this with me and thanks to everyone who listened to this very very point thank you very very much a big shout out to our sponsor once again Icod Ushering Services, thank you for sponsoring us this season. Thank you for everything that you do. If you need ushers for your event, make sure that you reach out to them on Instagram at Icod Services. That's H-I-K-O-D-S-E-R-V-I-C-E-S. They are just a DM away and they will give you affordable prices. Quality service at affordable prices. Don't even in fact don't just start going to book them now for that event whatever that event is i called ocean services got you all right guys thank you so much for doing this with me